Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks, trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binging, restricting, dieting, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey guys. So today we are going to talk about how to handle social anxiety around events and just like going out with friends, going to parties. I know this is like a really big one with the food and body space when you're in that struggle there's just so much writing on social events so much in your mind so many worries and I get this question a lot so I thought today I'd kind of talk through first of all like what it involves what is that social anxiety all about just so you can kind of be like oh yeah yeah that's that's me all right (laughs) and then I am going to talk through seven really useful tips to help you start tackling those social situations with more confidence and ease and um, feelings of calmness. So let's jump in. Maybe you know the feeling of this social anxiety that pops up, you know, a friend invites you to a party, you say yes, just kind of like automatically, but then immediately you start panicking. And you're like, oh shit, why did I say yes to that? And you start thinking of ways that you're going to be able to cancel in a few days. What's your excuse going to be? Or maybe you start planning, oh shit, like what diet am I going to do for the next week, the next month, whatever it is, up until the event that I can quickly drop a few pounds, a bunch of pounds and not feel so bad about myself and not be so worried about judgment from others. You dread that judgment or at least perceived judgment from others, the comments people might make, and you already know that you're probably going to end up rushing home after the event early just to go binge in peace. You feel me? (laughs) So that was definitely me for so many years. I cancelled on so many events, or just outright said no, and just like made up excuses on the spot. I was like the master at spontaneously thinking of excuses as to why I couldn't go to something like the queen (laughs) and yeah wow like looking back did I miss out on a lot hell yeah it's sad when I think about it like it was particularly during university and even probably a little bit before then too and then a few years after where it was just like my social life was basically nothing like I just didn't go to anything at all and yeah I just know so many women go through the same thing like people DM me the same things some of my one-to-one clients have all of these fears and worries about upcoming events and it kills me so yeah that's why I really want to like go into depth today on what you can do short-term and long-term about this anxiety so how else does this anxiety pop up what else does it show up as in terms of social events. So for clients and for me and for other women, I've heard all of these kinds of things where you're like stressing out about the event for days before it. You are freaking out about what's the food, what are the food options going to be like? What's going to be on offer? Maybe you're freaking out because you actually have no control 
over a set menu. Like you literally can't choose what you're going to eat and you're going to have to eat three plates of stuff or maybe it's a buffet and you just get a bit of anxiety around that because there's so much choice and unlimited options and you feel like you might go overboard. Maybe you're worried about what other people will think seeing you eat so much or or skipping on the food and you just feel that judgment. Or maybe you're worried about what they're going to think about your recent weight gain. Maybe the people that are going to be at the event haven't seen you in a while and you're just like, oh my God, what are they going to think of me? Like she's all over the place. She's constantly up and down with her weight. It's like yo-yoing all over the place. I used to I used to have like a big thing about that. Just like, oh my God, they must think I'm such a loser who just like can't get her shit together. And maybe even worse, like maybe in your culture or your friend group or your family, people are just like really blunt and straight up and tell it to your face like, oh wow, you've gained you've gained weight, huh? Or like, oh you shouldn't you shouldn't eat too much tonight. I can definitely say that I have plenty of clients who have had such things said to them and it's like very common. And I myself had that from a few people, particularly I remember <laughs> it was crazy, one one friend not really a friend, I suppose. <laughs> but I I had kind of like isolated myself from a lot of people during university at like one of the worst times in my binge eating. And I showed up to a party. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go. I'm going to do this. I got there. And one of the guys I had been friends with before, but I hadn't spoken to in a while, I was at the bar and he came up to me and he literally grabbed my belly. And he was like, oh, wow. Like, since when did you get so fat? And I was so mortified. It was terrible, so terrible. And it just, it that those words pierced me. Like they stuck with me so, so bad. And of course, going back to like what else this, the anxiety looks like, of course it means that you hardly even enjoy the event itself at all. Like you're not present in the way that you wish you could be. Like other people are just letting loose and having fun. Maybe you even skip on the empty calories like alcohol while everyone else lets loose. I know that was 100% me. I My excuse was always just like, oh yeah, I don't really like the taste of alcohol, which to be fair, I don't <laughs> really like it that much, but that was always like my excuse. And yeah, I'm just like looking after my body or whatever. But deep down, it was literally just like, I can't, I can't bear to take in hundreds of these empty calories when I could save it up basically that was my thinking when I could like save it up for a binge so yeah and ultimately you end up losing out on all these memories all of these opportunities meeting people like your lack of confidence is obvious people can feel that and it just squashes your ability to meet new people or make meaningful connections with people and yeah, just in general, you're not totally open with others. You're not your true self because your mind is so clouded and all of this anxiety. So can you relate? If you can, definitely stick around for the seven tips. Hopefully they will help you out short term and long term. You'll see what I mean about that in a few moments. But yeah, now that we're sort of all on the same page about like what does this social anxiety around events look like when it comes to food and body, let's dive into what the hell we can do about it. Tip one that I've got is learn to not let your energy get enmeshed with others. So it's definitely hard to do this at first, but it's 
a skill that goes far beyond the whole food and body space that is so valuable if you can get a hold of it. And it's basically just like doing your best to not let other people's words and comments, for example, in this case, on your your weight or your diet, not let them have such an effect on us. So if someone makes a mean comment, just remind yourself this is their own issue being projected onto me. What like whatever pushed someone to make such a comment, which is I think everyone knows, even if they just say it's just being straight everyone knows it's a hurtful comment so ultimately this is their problem they're going out of the way to hurt people and hurt people hurt people so you can only hurt someone as much as you are hurting yourself inside so just even bring a bit of compassion to that situation like if someone went out of their way to make a comment like that to you they're hurting inside as well and so yeah ultimately it's their problem not yours of course, someone's going to say this, it's going to ping your system, it's going to hurt, it's going to pierce. But as much as you can, don't let it be so absorbed deeply. Release it and just remind yourself, look, that's their own unresolved shit. It's not, it's them, it's not me. Tip two is to learn to calm those anxious sensations. So you can do that by following a few steps. So one is acknowledge that you are feeling anxiety in your body, observing it instead of identifying with it. So it's not like, I'm so anxious. I'm such an anxious person. It's just, I'm noticing anxiety in my body right now. And then next step is like, resist the urge to escape that feeling. Most often we just want to like suppress it and like go do something, keep busy, look on our phone, whatever it is. But that suppressing action just makes the anxiety build up. Like anxiety needs to be listened to. Then it sounds weird, but thank it. Thank the anxiety because anxiety is there in a weird roundabout way to try to protect you. It's trying to warn you, to keep you away from something that your body somehow fears will hurt you. And so, yeah, just pouring compassion into it instead of being annoyed that you have anxiety. I know with me, a lot of the time I would be like, oh my God, like, just stop feeling this. Like, just stay positive, chill out. But that's not what we want to do. We want to do the complete opposite. Then you can even ask the emotion or ask yourself, like, what do I really need? And how can I action that? Maybe it's like the simplest thing of like just taking a few calming breaths away from everyone. Maybe it's giving yourself a mini pep talk, or maybe it's just going up to a person who you feel really comfortable with and just spending a few minutes with them and like regaining your calmness. And then finally, I would just say like, breathe. So the power of breath, like let's do a deep breath now. And just one more. like just a breath or two if you did it with me you'll have noticed like it just instantly calms you down it's actually amazing it's so simple it's free you can do it anytime anywhere and something you can do after sort of like zoning down into your body a little bit out of your head is so first of all notice okay where is my anxiety oftentimes it's in your chest or your heart or your stomach and then notice 
a part of your body that feels no anxiety. So it might seem weird at first, but let's just say maybe it's your toes or your knees. I often go to my knees. They're like, don't feel emotions. So I'm just like, focus on your toes or your belly button, whatever it is, for like a minute, like every ounce of your attention on that area and notice how free, like it's it's just so fine. It's so neutral and just focus, focus, focus. And before you know it, the anxiety is not so strong. And it's sort of noticing that the anxiety isn't all of you. It's a scared part of you. It's a worried part of you, but it's not all of you. Cool. So that is the whole like set of steps that you can do to calm some of that anxiety so it doesn't keep building up through the night. Let's take a short break from all this juicy goodness. I'd love to share a little bit about my one-to-one coaching program. This program is the bomb. (laughs) It's a 12-week program where I guide and support you to healing. If you're just done with dieting, being obsessed with your weight, feeling guilty binge after binge, and you're just sick and tired of seeing your body in the mirror and just hating what you see, you're scared of your next binge, you hate cancelling on social events because you feel crappy about yourself, you're constantly planning the next detox, the next cleanse or diet to lose weight, you never want to wake up still feeling stuffed and bloated and ashamed after the night before, you hate hiding it from your family and friends, sneaking food packets in and out of your room, waiting till people leave the house to binge. You're so over being jealous of people who just seem to be able to eat normally and don't think about food all the time, planning their next meal and what they're gonna eat. You don't wanna feel out of control anymore. So in one sentence, if you wanna stop binging once and for all, my one-to-one program is made for you. We go through my proven four pillar framework to heal you to get you over binging, back to loving your body again, and so much more than that, to being your most authentic and best self again. Confident, relaxed, self-loving. Now, if you're looking for a quick fix, this is definitely not for you. If you're not ready to dive deep and do the real work, this is not for you. It's not surface level stuff, it's intense at times, but that is where transformation happens. We're not just changing at a behavioral level, we're going to the root of the cause. So we're finding long lasting, real change. One recent one-to-one client wrote a testimonial saying, although I just recently started working with the one-to-one coaching, I was honestly kind of doubtful before starting that anything could have the chance of working for me, but I'm already more optimistic in what's to come. After trying many things previously that honestly just feel like they do nothing, With the one-to-ones, it's more about taking actions, learning things that you can actually apply and being supported in doing them, rather than just feeling like you keep talking but going nowhere. I'm also very shy and have a very hard time with talking, so I was very scared to start. I didn't want it to end up like anything I've tried before, and just after the first session, it became a lot less intimidating after realizing what it actually is. Okay, I'll leave it there. Let's get back into today's episode. And then tip three is prepare yourself. So this is a very practical step. I want you to make sure that you have genuinely, like being really honest with yourself, eaten substantially throughout the day coming up to the event. So as tempting as it can be, I know I do this a lot and I I know my clients do this as well. 
oftentimes we like skip a few meals prior to the event or maybe a few days before we're like basically starving ourselves in an attempt to look skinnier for the event or maybe have like a flat stomach in the tight dress that you're wearing whatever it is but it's setting ourselves up for failure we all know restriction whether it's physical emotional mental perpetuates the binge restrict cycle so as much as you can eat substantially through the day that way you won't be dying to eat by the time you get to the event you won't be fighting off physical hunger you won't be fighting off urges from your body just being like quick go eat something we're in starvation mode so basically you won't be trying desperately to hold yourself back at the buffet it'll be much easier in that sense now tip four is when you're at the event and you're freaking out about the food options you don't know what to eat or maybe you have the set menu I want you to just give yourself full unconditional permission to eat what you actually want to eat at the event not what you think you should eat not trying to eat light at the salad bar or whatever it is just eat what you really want to eat because otherwise again you'll be fighting off your true desires your urges and stuff and you'll be fighting off that that urge to want to binge all night like if you hold back and you just have a nibble here and there and you don't eat what you really want most likely I know I used to I would be I would like couldn't wait to get home I'd rush home usually leave a bit early just so I could like eat all the things I actually wanted to eat in peace at home I'd binge as soon as I got home so eat what you really want to eat tip five set healthy boundaries with family and friends so if the people that you spend time with tend to comment on weight dieting whether it's yours or just in general or even praising weight loss let them know that you no longer wish to discuss those kinds of topics let them know that for you where you're at right now it's harmful and it's keeping you in a low place and you'd rather just pass on those conversations and of course they can still talk about it if they yeah if they do still wish to chat about it and you're still there and they don't kind of respect those boundaries that's fine just also let them know that you will physically you know remove yourself from the conversation so just set yourself up for success letting people around you know what you are going to accept and what you don't want to accept in your space if getting comments every time you meet people on your weight is harming you and it's too hard to handle it's too hard to not let those words affect you definitely set boundaries there's nothing wrong with doing that and tip six is to you knew it was coming you knew it was coming <laughs> it's to heal at the root so so far I think pretty much all my steps are kind of like short term it's like how can we handle the the situation as it's happening kind of like fight off all of the, the things affecting us but what's really the deeper issue underneath all of this so instead of working to help stuff at the surface we're going to go way deeper because if you just look at the surface you're going to be doing these same steps over and over every social event that comes along but why not go way deeper and just heal what's really affecting you so maybe that's to do with your weight if you have that anxiety around like what people are going to think 
like you're yo-yoing and all that kind of stuff and just like feeling uncomfortable in your skin socially as well how can you give yourself permission to actually be okay at the size you're at and it does not mean that you are giving up or you're letting yourself go it doesn't mean that where you're at now is like your goal state it's okay to still have body composition goals but how can you learn to enjoy your life in this moment as well instead of putting everything on hold putting your confidence on hold your social life on hold your memories on hold like everything how can you spend a few moments imagining stepping into the same scene the same social event but feeling so free and comfortable and safe so maybe close your eyes just for a moment and if you can if you're not in some place where everyone's watching you put your hand on your heart and take a deep breath in and out through the mouth and another one and out just releasing tension in your body and just imagine a recent social event you've been to or maybe an upcoming one imagine mingling in the crowd or eating the food and just feeling so free from all of this worry and anxiety like how chill you'd feel how confident you feel how much your true self you'd feel so do pause this podcast if you want to do this right now or do it later but just spend a few minutes truly like daydreaming imagine oh my god imagine going to the social event and you're just you're just fine you're happy you're present you are not consumed by the thoughts of food and how you look so basically just trying it on for size try on this alternate reality and when you go to the next social event even if it's literally one minute of a three-hour event embody that version of you that you imagined just allow yourself to live as her for one one minute two minutes whatever it is just allow yourself to live that way and notice how it can actually be done like okay maybe it's only one minute and then you go back to being worried but just show yourself it's possible and then maybe next time you can allow yourself 10 minutes but it's basically just like instead of being so focused on what we don't want of like oh my god I don't want to feel this anxiety I don't want everyone's judgment blah 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 focus instead on like what we do want what what reality do we want to happen and how can we start stepping into that now and pulling it pulling that future towards us now instead of always waiting for this like distant dream and then last step step seven is pretty similar to the previous one but again it's like healing at the root and in this sense it's healing at at the root of the binging so what got you into this mess of feeling so anxious about food and all that it was probably all the restriction the dieting that led to binging and this whole cycle that you're stuck in so obviously healing at the root of the binging the restricting the dieting that's a whole another topic another whole podcast in itself (laughs) which is obviously what this entire podcast is about. But it's just kind of like pointing out, again, like we always want to go back to the root because if we're like 
fighting off the anxiety every single event it's the same thing again we're anxious again because we're not really going way deeper then it's just gonna be exhausting so I just want to pop in that step number seven even though it's I'm not going to go in depth in it but just like diving into okay where is this binging coming from what is the restriction that I'm doing what's happening but yeah those are the seven tips I'll do a quick recap one learn to not let your energy get enmeshed with others Yes, maybe words will hurt you, but don't let it be absorbed so deeply. Release it. It's them, not you. Two, calm your anxious sensations by following a few steps of like acknowledging the anxiety, resisting the urge to escape it, thanking it for being there to try to protect you. Ask the emotion what it really needs. How can you action that? And really breathe. Focus on another part of your body that feels zero anxiety and know that it's not all of you. You aren't an anxious person. Just one part of you is feeling a bit anxious. Three, prepare yourself physically. So make sure you are eating substantially throughout the day. Resist the temptation to basically starve yourself up coming up to the event. Set yourself up for success. Tip four, give yourself full permission to eat what you actually want to eat at the event so you don't end up rushing home to binge on that food in peace. Tip five, Set healthy boundaries with friends and family regarding the kind of conversations that you accept in your space, what kind of energy you want. So letting them know, look, I don't really want to talk about weight, dieting. I don't want to hear about praising weight loss or demeaning weight gain. So let them know. Tip six, healing at the root of, okay, why am I feeling so uncomfortable in myself, in my body? How can I allow myself to be comfortable in this moment so that's spending some time visualizing it trying it on for size and then just trying one minute attempt to embody that ease and that calmness and then tip seven is again healing at the root but of the binging and the restricting so that is it for today i hope this really did help and just give you some ideas around the social anxiety regarding events and if none of that, at least I hope it showed you that you're not alone. You're not crazy. So many people are struggling with all of these worries and concerns regarding social events. So that is it. I hope you have a really beautiful day and I will see you next time. And that is the scoop for today. If this app inspired you, taught you something new, or has helped give you direction in your recovery journey, it would mean the world to me if you did me a massive favor. It'll only take two minutes, I promise. Review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Once you've posted it, take a screenshot and DM that photo to me. I'll enter you into a monthly raffle. Yep, that's right, I ain't gonna leave you hanging. So each month I'll randomly select one lucky winner and you'll receive a free one-to-one coaching sesh with me. It'll be super fun and valuable. And if you'd really love to give back more to me, it'd help me build this podcast so much more and reach so many more women. If you shared it with someone else who you think will love it, maybe it's a sister, a friend, a bestie, or your mom. 
I love you all so much. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.